Welcome to Storytime with Mumsy. This is episode number four. Today we will be reading Rosie and the Rustlers, Words and Pictures by Roy Gerard. This is a story about a lady named Rosie and she has a ranch of cows and a bunch of cowboys to help her. And there is another bunch of bad cowboys and their leader is Greasy Ben and they come and try and take Rosie's cows. So take a deep breath, sit back, relax, and let's get started. meet the prairie where the men are wild and hairy there's a little ranch where Rosie Jones is boss it's a place that's neat and cozy and the boys employed by Rosie work extremely hard to stop her getting cross cross is the name I add next to Rose is fancy Dan on his left is salad Sam one leg Smith and singing Sid and Mad McGee and then there's Utah Jim who looks nice but rather dim. Dim is when you're not that smart. Quite a decent bunch of boys, they seem to me. In the saddle every day, well, they sure do earn their pay doing wrangling and lassoing and such stuff. When it's windy or it's raining, you won't hear the boys complaining, for the life they lead makes cowboys pretty tough. When their hard day's work is done and it's time to have some fun, they all gather in the bunkhouse for the night. Sam whips up some lovely salads, Sydney sings them charming ballads, and they serenade till turning out the light. Serenade is singing. On the day they went to see their dear friend the Cherokee, Cherokee is a kind of Native American's peoples, they left Mad McGee behind to guard the cattle. Though they went without a care, there was trouble in the air, which involved McGee in something of a battle. For the outlaw Greasy Ben and his ruffianly men soon came galloping along to Rosie's place. They were sinister and seedy, good for nothing, grim and greedy, and their manners were a positive disgrace. The moment they detected that the ranch was ill-protected, they took out their guns and shot at Mad McGee. And although their bullets missed, he was powerless to resist. So he did the prudent thing, which was to flee. Prudent is smart. There were scenes of consternation and of outraged indignation when they heard McGee describe what had occurred. Then they galloped home at speed so that Ben should not succeed in escaping to the mountains with their herd. They arrived home just in time to prevent the wicked crime and the frightened outlaws fled across the plain. They had saved the herd, it's true, and yet Rosie really knew that the gang would try to steal their steers again. Steers, another name for cows. Hawkeye John, the Indian chief, said he'd help them track the thief, and his braves would guard the ranch while they were gone. So they set off there and then on the trail of Greasy Ben, and their hazardous adventure was begun. They pursued them night and day to the mountains far away as they followed tracks that John alone could see. 
till at last they thought it best to pitch camp and have a rest. So they stopped and ate a buffalo for tea. Having spent a restful night, they all woke up feeling bright, though the ground was hard and lumpy to be sure. They put on their hats and jeans, had some coffee and some beans. Then they mounted up and hit the trail once more. It's a blessing they were tough, for the trail became quite rough, which occasioned them to quit their horses' backs. But they struggled bravely on, very glad of Hawkeye John, who amazingly could still discern the tracks. With great doggedness and care, they searched out the bandit's lair till they found the shack of Ben and all his crew. And then Rosie and her boys, being sure to make no noise, found a hiding place, then wondered what to do. Until up spoke Utah Jim, you will all remember him. He's the one his friends considered none too bright. And they seemed inclined to sneer till they heard his neat idea for ensnaring greasing Ben without a fight. He declared he'd bet his shirt one or other would get hurt if they used the normal method of attack. What they really ought to do was to take up a lasso and then throw it round the chimney of the shack. Next, they'd all tug on the rope in the optimistic hope that they'd pull the outlaw's shack into the pool. The boys thought this fantastic and waxed enthusiastic, for they saw that Utah Jim was no one's fool. So then Rosie kissed his cheek and declared he was unique. His complexion turned a lively shade of pink. To complete his satisfaction when his plan went into action, they fared better than he'd even dared to think. The log cabin gave a lurch, then it toppled from its perch, and it landed with a satisfying splosh. When the bandits crawled ashore, they were shocked and wet and sore, but much cleaner from their unexpected wash. Rosie Jones was quite enraptured now the wicked gang was captured, though she felt relieved that none had chanced to drown. So once more they hit the trail to put Ben and Co. in jail, and the folks all cheered when Rosie came to town. Then the sheriff was well pleased that the bandits had been seized, and the townsfolk gathered round them to applaud. Rosie's gallant little band became famed throughout the land, and they got five hundred dollars as reward. Rosie held a celebration for the local population, to express her thanks for what her friends had done. There was dancing in the street and delicious things to eat so that everybody had enormous fun. Where the mountains meet the prairie, where the men are wild and hairy, there's a little ranch where Rosie reigns supreme. Where the grass could not be greener, where the air could not be cleaner, life is happy, life is peaceful. It's a dream. The end. There was a lot of rhyming words in that story, wasn't there? Well, until next time, keep reading. Bye-bye.